James for three. Bang! At the buzzer! We're talking about practice. Welcome to another episode of Buckets and Beards. I'm George. I'm hosting tonight. I've got Foss with me in the Jordan Collection Room. And this podcast is an additional one where we are going to keep it a bit shorter than normal. And we're just going to have a little little chat, little debate about things that interest us in the entire world of NBA, not just this season. Um, and tonight we're going to start with looking at redrafting the 1996 NBA draft. And for those playing at home, who came from that draft class, Voss? Who came from that draft class? So this is one of those draft classes where it has been debated whether it is one of the best ever. Arguably. Arguably one of the best, the best ever. Absolutely. But you've got names like Alan Iverson, Marcus Camby, Stefan Marbury, Ray Allen... Um, Sharif Abdul-Rahim. You can't forget about Sharif. Kobe Bryant, Pedro Stoyakovich, uh, Steve Nash, Jermaine O'Neal. Lots. So there are some huge names in this draft. Huge names in this draft. Absolutely massive. Like just some of the ones you routed off then. Again, you've arguably got one of the top five players in the NBA of all time in yep. Kobe Bryant in this draft class. And, uh, and he didn't even go to the team that drafted him. They traded him. Uh, yeah. But in saying that, we might as well just get straight into it. Let's get straight into it. All right. So, Number one pick in the in the 1996 draft was held by Philadelphia. Philadelphia. And who did they take? They took Iverson. They did take Alan Iverson. A young Alan Iverson coming from Georgetown. Lots of uh, attitude, but lots of potential. Look, I don't think you can argue it. Until you get down to Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. But at the time, it's it, it wasn't a it bad was a pick. No it, it wasn't a bad pick. But knowing what we know, look in hindsight, this is, this is the idea of this whole segment. Look, it's to redraft it, knowing what we know now. I'm taking Kobe. I'm taking Kobe too. I'm hundred percent agree. Hundred percent. All right. Number two pick was Toronto, and they took Marcus Camby. Yep. Solid big man. Had a, had, good, a, had, had a good long career long in, the NBA. in the NBA. But again, there's some amazing names in this draft class. Yep. But you've got to change that one. Oh, 100%. 100%. Who are you going with though? Look. Because I feel like just me personally looking at this list, I, there's probably two names. I've I'm, I'm got two that stand out to me. Um, and... Who's your first one? I've got to go. You've got to go Iverson. 100%. You've got to go Iverson at two. But it was close. It was close. It was close. So Iverson, we're in agreement. Iverson's at two. Because he's MVP of the league, scoring champ, um, made it to the finals, lost to Kobe. The only the only knock on Iverson was his attitude. Yes. And, and Which as, is in our opening. Like, I was about to say, talk, say talk about practice. you know it's from our opener. That's if anyone at home who doesn't know the comment about practice, that's Alan Iverson. That's the only knock on him. Yeah. Other than that, for a dude that was barely six foot, 
he was he, he, he he's another one of those players that transformed the game he transformed the game and I was obsessed with him in high school man I still remember in like year 8 or 9 we had to make a website for something and I made a website all about Alan Ives I'm pretty sure Iveson's the reason that like players have to wear like sports coats on the bench and those sorts of things because he'd wear jerseys from the other team yeah no he um they had to make up rules yeah. to get rid of the thug thug imagery look. yeah alright number 3 the good name to say oh look I love saying the name but he was taken by the Vancouver Grizzlies who are now Memphis yep if you don't have a Vancouver Grizzlies jersey do yourself a favour Big Country Reeves they look amazing and it's a real shame the Vancouver don't have a team anymore but that could be another another short pod that we do you know an expansion one perhaps one day failed Failed markets those sorts of things but anyway the number three pick Sharif Abdul Rahim Sharif Abdul Rahim who from all memory had a pretty solid career like he never lived up to a number three pick no definitely not but he was quite a serviceable player for Vancouver yes at the time he was he was but there's there's one name that stands out to me that I would pick at number three who are you picking number three Mr. Ray Allen ooh I would I would pick Mr. Ray Allen at number three you take Ray Allen at three see this is another name that I'm taking number three and it's not Ray Allen it's not Ray Allen Nope. Who are you putting up there? Steve Nash. Two okay. time two time MVP, Canadian. Yep. Surely that worked. A, surely that was a no brainer to take him. Once again, though, coming out of a small college. Oh, absolutely again, like you know, nineteen ninety six, I was what, twelve years old? There's yep. you know there's so many things about this I'm sure we didn't know at the time, but that's the benefit of hindsight. But Ray Allen, the way he was coming out of Connecticut, um, and just the all-around game. Legit. Like, people forget how good Ray Allen was back then. And not just a shooter. He was not just a shooter. He... he end of his was career. Was a slasher and everything. Yeah, exactly. end of his career, he, he was transitioned a into a shooter. Yep. Um, but managed to get a couple of rings. Yep. Um, his time in Boston yep. was, was big. But, he, man, he was one of those players that just... I feel like with a bit of timing and some bigger markets around him and stuff probably could be up there in that conversation as one of the best of his generation. He's he's up there on your Mount Rushmore of shooters. Yes. 100%. 100%. 100%. No question. All right, yeah, he so, flicked it a lot though. He's all right. So look, if shot. you've got Ray at three, yep. do you agree with having Nash at four? Yes. So I'll we could, so they're interchangeable, but we, we could agree on that. Yep. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. You agree with that? All right. So Nash taken at, at four. four by Milwaukee was Stefan Marbury. Yep. So now we're looking at who would be pick five. Originally, pick five was Ray Allen to yep. Minnesota. Who but would we you... moved him up. We moved him up the board. We've moved him up. But who are you taking at pick five then? Um, and this is someone from the early 2000s that mm-hmm. um, was a very underrated player and put up a lot of big numbers. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, Pager. Pager Stojakovic. Stojakovic. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. I would bring him up the board, mate. Again, I don't hate it at, at all. He was a, a, another one of those players, European dude, could shoot the heck out of the ball yep. and seriously underrated. So I don't mind that at all. Who are you putting? Yeah, I I would probably go with Pacer too, to be honest. Yep. The only other name that maybe would have been Jermaine O'Neal. But you've got to also remember, Jermaine O'Neal came straight out of high school. He did. He was another one like Kobe. So he, he was real raw. So th- I think that's probably why he's 
down the list where he is at, at pick 17. Okay. But again, we're looking at this with the benefit of hindsight. Yeah, and, and what they did with their careers. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, no, look, I'm happy with Peja. I'm, yep. I'm not going to fight you on Peja. I think that that's a an absolutely fair pick to put him in at, at pick five. Yeah. Pick six was Boston, and they took Antoine Walker. Another yep. serviceable bloke that had a good career, bouncing around to a few teams, got, made fat. A, got fat, looked like a turtle, won a lot of money, lost a lot of money gambling. Yeah. He's the poster child for having a financial advisor as an NBA player. Yep. Who would you pick at six? Um, this is going down the list a little bit, mm-hmm. but there's someone who went late first round to the purple and gold. I got you. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher. Absolutely. Bring Derek Fisher up the board, mate. Yep. No issue. No issue. He would have been my pick. Oh, so we're on agreement. Yeah, he, he was definitely my pick at, at six. Would have been D Fish. Another one of those just legitimate point guards. Underrated, pass first, played every night. Yep. Weird jump shot, but you don't hold that against him. Hey. Rocked a terrible Crazy. headband there for a little while. But again, just if he had a really good career, won himself some rings. Yep. I, I'm okay with him at number six. Yeah, okay with him at number six. All right. Number seven to the Clippers was Lorenzen Wright. Look, what would you do? Um, probably going to have to bring in like Marcus Camby. Yeah, we haven't talked about Cambos. He, he was at two overall originally. Yeah. But... Um, he wasn't the superstar that some of the big men that went before him was. Um, yeah, he, he, he wasn't your Alon- of the year. Yeah, but he wasn't your Alonzo Mourning or, or someone no. like that. But again, a very, very good player. So yeah, he, and he had leg- longevity in the league. He absolutely did. He he yeah. he was in the league a long time. So yeah, can be at at, at, at seven. I think that's a, a pretty fair pick too. And uh, I think at at eight for New Jersey, they took Kerry Kittles. I'd probably follow with another big man at about eight, and. Is that the one that went to Indiana? To Indiana? Where am I looking on this list? Eric Dampier. Yeah. I was thinking further down the list. Further down the list. What, to Jermaine Cleveland. O'Neal. To Cleveland. Who went to Cleveland? Oh, yep. Yeah, Big right. Z. Big Z. Zadrunas Ilgarskis. Yep. I had missed that name on my list. Like, I, I know he, he... Look, he got chips, and he got chips because of LeBron. Yeah. But, again, he, he had some foot issues, but he's that big dude... Played his role, wasn't demanding of the ball. Name a better center that played in Cleveland. Anderson Verger. No. No, not at all. But just looked like Sideshow Bob. Better hair. Yeah, looked, looked like Sideshow Bob. But no, I, I, he is the all-time starting center for uh, Cleveland at the moment. Yeah. So I'm okay, I'm okay with him moving up the board. You, you take that one? Yep. All right. I can, I can get around that. Number nine to Dallas, Samaki Walker. Um, probably. All right, who who do you reckon you would go? Look, because I've been leading a bit of this. At, at this point, look, I'm probably going towards a an Antoine Walker, maybe a Dampier. I was thinking because we we have passed over this guy as well though. Mm. Is uh Starberry? Oh yeah, Starberry's pretty handy. Yeah, like. He was, he was Once a, again, attitude. He, attitude. And he was a bucket. He wasn't a defensive player. He was no. a bucket. 
He's a walking bucket, mate. He's from so, New York. That's all they do. Yeah, look, okay. Yep, fair. Starbury at nine. Yeah. Argument could be made that he went higher, but kind of forgot about him. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, it, you've, you've got to have Starbury in the top 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. At 10, speaking of 10, Indiana, they t- they did take Dampier. Is this a, a spot where you could put a Sharif? Is it still too high? Mm-hmm. Is it an Antoine Walker? Is is Dampier the right pick? Look, I feel like from what we know now, obviously, mm. I'm still thinking maybe what you were saying before and bringing Jermaine O'Neal up. Yeah, yeah. Jermaine O'Neal up to that top 10. Because he, he, he did have some really good years once he got away from Portland and yes. went to India. And he, he was a defensive beast. Yeah. Defensive like off beast. his jump shot had was questionable yeah went in but questionable but there's a lot of players like that in the NBA with questionable jump shots we'll always be uh, remembered for the um, Malice in the Palace Malice in the Palace um, mm-hmm. kind of never really recovered after that no and his, his career and you watch the there's a brilliant documentary on Netflix about the Malice in the Palace and you see the interview with Jermaine O'Neal and you can see that even to this day how much that still affects him yes and, and how that all, all went down. But, yeah. All right. Let's go to, to 11. Golden State took Todd Fuller. Never heard of the guy. Um, I've heard of him. I couldn't tell you anything about him, though. Look, let's be honest. We're probably only going to get to about pick 15 or 17, and then we're going to have a whole bunch of names that just yeah. didn't even make it in the league. But at, at 11, again, we've still got Sharif on the board. We've still got Antoine got Walker. Antoine we got Lorenzo Wright. We've got Kerry Kittles. Samaki Walker. Dampier. Dampier. Down the, down the list, Dante Jones. He was a really serviceable player too. Again, he, he's probably not your pick 11 in the draft, but a good player nonetheless. Travis Knight, down the list as well. He was yeah. he had a long career in the NBA as a point guard. Yeah. Um, Othello Harrington as yeah. well. And, um, and he was in the second round pick. I think it, at this point, we're probably looking at taking. Look, I'm. I feel like Sharif Abdurrahim. Yeah, yeah. Did put up numbers for Vancouver. Yeah. I, I, his longevity in the NBA. Yeah. Is probably why I wouldn't have him in the top ten. No, then that's fair. But I'm. I can. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I got no issue with uh, with Sharif. All right, number twelve, Cleveland Cavaliers took Vitaly Potapenko. Patapenko. From Wright State University, who never heard of him before, probably kicking themselves that they didn't take the the one and only Kobe Bryant, who was pick 13 in this draft. Yep. Pick 12. Who are we, who are we putting in there? Um, Antoine Walker? Or Kittles. Kittles? Kittles did play Kittles very well in, the, in that run um, that they shooter. made at the late, no, early 2000s, mm-hmm. when they had Jay Kidd... Um, Richard Jefferson, Vince Carter made the run to the finals a couple of times. The Nets um, fell short, but mm-hmm. but he was their starting shooting guard. Yep, um, flat out buckets, man. Flat um, out. But uh, serviceable defender too. He was a three, one of those first three and D guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, coming in, so absolutely. And then I'd put it, well, Antoine Walker at thirteen. At thirteen. Okay, so thirteen was the Charlotte Hornets who took Kobe Bryant and then immediately traded him to the Lakers for Vladi Divac. 
if anyone ha- hasn't seen the draft and him going up on stage wearing a Charlotte Hornets hat, it is the weirdest thing you've ever yeah. seen. Because he, he wore it for literally five minutes and then got traded. And then got traded. As a 17-year-old straight out of high school, you know, his, his dad played in the NBA. If you don't know much about Kobe, he tragically passed a few years ago in a helicopter accident with his daughter, which was just devastating to a lot of people. But It's a hard day, man. Uh, look, when Kobe, one of your idols goes. Kobe's number two for me on the list of all-time shooting guards in the NBA. Yep. And to think that he was picked 13 in his draft class. Yeah. Having Which- said that, Michael Jordan was picked three in his draft class and he's arguably the best player ever. Yeah. But that's another story for another pod. But we, we could we could talk all day about misdraft. Oh, and we probably will. Yes. We probably will. Pick 14, Sacramento took Peja Soakovic, who we've already raised well up the board. Look, and are there I, any names still floating around that you're looking at going, I really think they should be higher? Any of the ones in the top 13 that we haven't mentioned... I'm not putting up there. No. Like they played in the NBA, they, did, did, they did all right. Lorenzo and Wright. No, he didn't. Tony Delk. He he played many years. Yeah. Pretty, pretty handy little point guard. Dante um, Jones is one that's still sticking out at me. But there's also, if you go all the way, do you have, do you have the second round? I do not have the second round. All right. So there's one play in the second round. Oh, wait. Yeah, I do. You got it. There's one play in the second round who I, th- I, I think, should be a first-round pick. And who's that? Shandon Anderson. Oh, yeah. I don't think... He, look, he's not 15th in the pick, in the in the draft, but yep. he definitely deserves to be higher. There's no uh, one else in that second round that's jumping out at me. There's no one else in at the end of this draft class that's jumping out at me. Look, Sh- Shandon Anderson, longevity in the NBA. Um, did play from 96 to... 2006, 10 years. Um, let's have a look. But can you see anyone else's name in this second round that you look at and go, yep, they had a good NBA career? Malik Rose, I remember him for playing. Yep. But honestly, I couldn't... Anyone else on that list in the second round, I don't recognize their names. And if I'm being brutally honest with you, the back end of the first round, I don't know. Probably bringing up um, Travis Knight. Yeah, Travis Knight would come up because... I'd probably bring up Travis Knight into that spot. Look, at the moment, we're looking at, at pick 14, Sacramento Peja. So you bring up Travis Knight. After him at 15, we had Steve Nash, which is probably Tony Delk's spot. Yeah, you know, bring him up one. At 17 to Portland, we had Jermaine O'Neal, who, we've again, we've already moved up the board. So then may- you'd be bringing up... Um- but that might be your Lorenz and Wright. You know, because he, he, again, he would have been touted out of out of high school or college. Yep. There was a reason he went pick seven. They obviously thought he had some ability, but it, it just didn't translate in the, into the NBA. Yeah. Your wonderful New York Knickerbockers had back-to-back picks at 18 and 19. It took John Wallace and Walter McCarty. I couldn't even tell you that. No, absolutely not. So, look, this is probably the start of the garbage years for New York. Oh, mate. I'm sick of They're your New York going. Bashing. They're New York still bashing. going. They are still going. They're, hey, we've we've put some time in RJ at the moment. No, look, oh, look. I'm I'm actually I'm I'm climbing on I'm the. Pretty sure there's a good documentary about Jerome Williams who um is going. I think that's about twentieth to Detroit. Sure, probably. Um, he he was a beast in college, and then came in and did nothing. 
Oh, look, and there's a guy called Roy Rogers that got picked at 22, and that just seems like a fun name to say. <laughs> but again, I don't know anything about him. But no, I like, I think, think we've almost come to the end of this cast. Really, I think we have, because once you get past about pick sort of 17, 18, th- th- there's not a lot in it apart from... But that top 10, arguably oof. one of the best draft classes And And ever. it's one of those draft classes that, as you say, you look back at it now and you go, yeah, we could ch- absolutely change that. Yeah. But we're basing this on what we know... From their careers. Yeah, exactly. Would their careers have been as good if they played on other teams? Oh, look, as you say, you look at that and go, okay, Kobe going to Charlotte at 13. What happens if they don't train him? Yes. Does Kobe still become the Black Mamba and and win the chips and and do all of that? Like if Iverson went up to Toronto. Yeah. Could he have done something up there? Because they they had Vince Carter at that time. Or could he have gone the complete other way because he was in Toronto and just rebelled further. Yeah. Um, could Ray Allen moving up the draft board, not going to the... He didn't end up at Minnesota, did he? I think there was a... Was there a trade? He was traded pretty quickly. To the Bucks. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's actually a swap between Marbury and Ray Allen. I'm yes. pretty sure they were swapped they on draft did swap. Yeah, because... Um, yeah, they both started on those opposite, opposite teams. Mm, absolutely. But again, you look at the names down the board that we've moved up. Kobe Bryant, Peja Stoyakovic, Steve Nash, Jermaine O'Neal, Zadruna Silgarskis. Steve Nash is a Hall of Famer. Yes. And he was taken at pick 15 because he was this little white Santa Canadian Clara. dude that they just went... Hmm. Soccer player. Yeah. He, he's Canadian. He likes soccer. Nobody wanted to take a gamble on a 17-year-old high school boy his dad played Lowell, in the NBA Marion. and yeah, lived overseas and just honed his game on Michael Jordan. Yeah. I feel like we need to have a, uh, a podcast on uh, the Portland Trailblazers when they had Jermaine O'Neal and Rashid Wallace and they were the bad boys of the NBA in the late 90s. Man, we could have a whole podcast on just the, the trials and tribulations of the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. You know, injuries to own, injuries to B-Roy, you know, Dame, everything that's gone in there, that, that could be an interesting one to talk about coming forward. Yeah. Um, but I think that's going to take us to the end of this uh, short little podcast, this extra one. Um, let us know what you think. Is that, Did we get any of this wrong? Would you have placed um, any of our picks higher or lower? Do you agree Kobe going number one? Would you yeah. keep Iverson number one? Let us know if you agree or disagree with anything that we've said about redrafting the 96 draft class. Jump onto our Instagram at Buckets and Beards. Um, we'll have a post up shortly after we post this uh, podcast. Um, and comment so, on it. So our plan going forward is that we're going to release our weekly podcast on a Wednesday, um, which is going to be our, our time sensitive of what's going on in the league as we speak. And we're going to release these additional ones, which are designed to be much shorter. I think we're about the 22-minute mark. We want to try and keep them about that 20-minute mark. Uh, we're going to try and release these on a Friday. So we'll make it clear in our descriptions, which is which, but keep an eye out for them. As we keep saying, hit us up on our Instagram, give us any feedback, anything you want us to talk about, anything else you want us to dive into, anything you need us to explain, uh, and we're happy to do so. Um, But otherwise, I think we're done. Catch you on the flippity flip. Catch you guys on the flippity flip.